Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Arrow After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Arrow After Show. Hey, Stephen Mel's bringing sexy back. Hey there, everybody. It's a beautiful Wednesday evening here at AfterBuzz Studios. Thing is, for doing it tonight, we are doing Arrow just for you guys. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford, and I'm joined tonight, of course, as usual, by Kelly. Hi. <laughs> just Kelly. Look at this long intro. Anyways, the reason we started with this song is because if you watched last week's After Buzz, in News and Gossip, we had a picture of Stephen Amell, and we had the summertime on a break picture versus the now picture. Obviously, he was saying F the chubby picture, and clearly, <laughs> when he opened the show tonight, he definitely was bringing sexy back. Yes, he was back to his old chiseled self. Climbing up walls and, you know, doing the bar thing and flips yes. and all kinds of crazy things. The guys really don't care. <laughs> but us girls, we love it. <laughs> Get one of those bars at home for yourself. <laughs> Anyhow, so we open the show and it's Roy playing what Laurel calls the junior arrow. Mm-hmm. But how does she even know it's arrow? Either way, I digress. So we open up and here's Roy trying to chase hoodlums around. And I'm thinking, didn't you learn your lesson last episode? You had to get saved by a girl. You know what I mean? And then yeah. he's going and doing it. He's so stubborn and hard-headed. He swears he can save the city by himself. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I admire his passion. He's really passionate about his city and being the only person who cares. Saving the Glades. It's like a third-world country over there. And gosh, doggy, I am going to make it better. Yes. He feels like he's the only one that can that nobody else cares. So he's going to do whatever it takes. And the thing is, is that he thinks he's actually fighting and doing something, but all he's really doing is kind of taking a beating. Yeah, exactly. And Oliver mm-hmm. says that pretty well, too. Yeah. And then Fia's getting ticked off because her boyfriend's running around. She doesn't want to lose him. She's getting calls that he's in jail, and oh it's just not okay. I like the fact that she had said to him, you know, I really wish Laurel would have arrested you. And he mm-hmm. said, yeah, you wouldn't be the first girlfriend to say that. <laughs> That's well, because before his whole good. passion was just to steal things. Right. And now he just wants to fight the bad guys. So he's going from one extreme to the other, which, you know, this side is is better for him to be on. But he needs to kind of slow it down one step at a time, take a breath, 
right. he can't go all in at once. He has no idea what he's doing. I think he's doing the typical young boy thing, no offense, but it's like he just wants to take on everything and it's, there's a little bit of ignorance behind it because there's so much passion. He's ignoring the fact that he doesn't have that much skill. Like he right. does what he doesn't. He can do the cool parkouring thing. But mm-hmm. you're a one-man team trying to take on the world, and you have no idea what you're up against. No, and he has this kind of invincibility thing that he thinks he's you know, just going to be okay. And Clearly, he know. totaled his car, which wasn't, wasn't his, his car. car. <laughs> did he steal that? No. I don't know. Of course. It's probably sure like Fia's car. <laughs> Thanks, boyfriend. <laughs> Either way, so we see him do his business at the beginning of the show. And we find out it's the triad that's you know, yes. intercepting these drugs that need to be delivered to the Glade Hospital to help all the people that were hurt in this big earthquake. Right. So they're not getting their meds, and this causes a whole other story to play out where we meet Sebastian Blood. Sebastian Blood. Who's played by the... Brother Blood. Totally Blood hot. brother. Kevin Alejandro. I really you know, like him. do you? I do. I, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. He's been in a lot of great shoes, so he's good. I'm excited to kind of see where he goes, especially because I don't really understand kind of like what role he's going to play, because according in some, to some comic books, like this character... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline was a young boy when he killed like one of the original blood brother bloods and he was like a teenager and his character takes on like kind of like vampiric abilities so right. he can like brainwash and he feeds off of other people so i wonder how that's going to play out in the show because he already seems to be kind of leading and being the face right. of the city right and that's so. a kelly and i were talking about the fact that when she mentioned brainwashing i was thinking okay well maybe his role is to brainwash Laurel. I mean, she's already pretty much become an enemy on her own to the arrow. Mm -hmm. But you were mentioning also him brainwashing the city. It could be. He's the only one speaking. And it's kind of one of those things that when nobody else is talking, people are going to listen to the person that is. And he's really quick to get on the mic. Yeah. Oh, really quick to do that. No, because (laughs) here's the thing. I don't like him. I really, I don't like him. You know, from the get-go, he puts Oliver on the spot. You know, the news is there. Here's Oliver trying to visit and see what's really going down in the hospital. Good intentions, but nobody really knows that because they're too right. busy blaming Oliver for all the things that have happened because mom's not around. She's in jail. We can't blame her. You're her mm-hmm. son. You're the next best thing. Hey, you suck. I don't appreciate that. And so later on, I know I'm like jumping back and forth, but we're just pretty much talking about this character in general they make a deal that they're gonna have this you know fundraising event to prove i don't like the way this guy worded it he said something about referring to the fact that it's commercially showing almost like it's a facade for oliver well you know he's really just saying that you can't just pull out the checkbook the checkbook doesn't fix everything oh but it helps and absolutely it helps but that's the point is that you know somebody 
like Oliver that grows up the way that he did, does have the privileges that he has, it's easy, which is what he does when he first meets Sebastian back at his office. The first thing he does is pull out his checkbook. And that's what people in his position normally do. Right. It's easy to write a check and throw parties and whatever. But right. what is he really doing to make a difference? And that's what Sebastian's calling him out on. Right. And see, and we know, watching from the other side, we know he's actually doing things, but everybody else doesn't. So that's what he's feeding off of. Yeah. Is that he can say, yeah, you can write me a check, but what are you really going to do? And that's the challenge that he gives them. Right. And so Oliver stands up and is like, okay, yes, let's do this together. I'll, you know, they decide he's going to be the face. He's going to show that he's going to make a difference, make a change. And of course, that doesn't happen because he has to go and save the city. Save the city instead. As his alter ego. But there's so much irony behind it. And I love the way the director or the cinematographer chose to do this because Mm -hmm. as Sebastian is giving his speech and all these qualities that he's saying that Oliver is, he's doing the opposite by putting on the hood, getting ready, going out, fighting the battle that nobody sees him fight. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm like, ugh! As a viewer, it makes me angry, but at the same time, I think it's absolutely genius. (laughs) Well, he's got to have that secret identity that gets no love whatsoever right now. Right. And I don't know how long that's going to last. And you know what? It takes a good man to sit there and accept that, which I feel like it angers him, but at the same time, he accepts that. He accepts the fact that he's not going to be seen as a hero. As China White said, you're Mm -hmm. still seen as a criminal no matter what you do. Even though you've changed, and I can tell because you would have killed me if Mm -hmm. you hadn't, you're still a criminal. And he's like, as long as the city is going to be safe. Yeah. And it, it's a whole different thing. And we, we see the beginning of the struggle. He doesn't even know where to go. He doesn't know what to do to start. And he actually gets tipped off from Roy, you know, because Roy's getting into trouble. And he starts bad-mouthing the, like, the way that nobody's doing anything. And that's how he finds out about this, you know, these drugs being intercepted in the first place. Because right. before, he says, you know, I had the list before. I knew what I was doing. It was easy. I just open a book, cross off names, and I go to the next. Now right. I have, like, no, I, he doesn't know how to be a hero. Right. How does he look for people to save? What does he do? Right. You know, he should be the one listening to the police scanners and finding out what's going Instead on. Of Roy, but right. that's not really what he's used to. I mean, yeah, he has Felicity, and they've always been researching and finding out kind of what's going on. Before a particular purpose for a name on that list. Right. So this is different. Right. So now we get to see him in a kind of a more vulnerable Ooh, place. Okay, so I got a tweet. Mm-hmm. And if you are listening to me, because you just said that you are, and mm-hmm. uh, any Twitter followers, if you don't know, I'm at Kiss My Passport. You can always uh, tweet at Kelly. Leave him your... Oh, it's Kelly with an IE079. And you can tweet us at AfterBuzz yes, as well. Yes, but mm-hmm. you can do that right now if you like. I mean, mm-hmm. We're going to continue to converse, but if there's something specific that maybe you want to ask us, you want us to discuss, please, by all means, feel free to tweet us. We'll try to kind of bounce back and forth and fit you into the conversation. Yeah. So, so, let me open my Twitter right now. Pause. Okay, it's opening. Mm-hmm. And going back to our conversation, you mentioned Felicity. Now, Felicity, you guys all know that I am a huge Felicity fan, and her <laughs> sarcasm... I love her. So anyways, she's now the office assistant and super ticked because, gosh, doggy, she went to MIT. She is smart. And she didn't go there for, what was it, secretarial arts? <laughs> she went from being an IT tech to a secretary, and she's not she happy about so it. so angry. All. At all. But it's like, Felicity, you know it's a cover-up. He made such, Oliver made such a good point. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go run down 18 floors just to talk to you about you know, whatever needs to happen. Yeah, yeah, saving the city. If you're in my office, I can just, <laughs> hey, Felicity, talk, shout right on over. Absolutely. But everything is sarcastic. And do, would you like a coffee? <laughs> it's broken. <laughs> well, and that's just her vanity a little bit. You know, she wants to prove, and he knows that she's smart. There's no question about her intelligence and what she brings to the table, but it's more of, 
you know, she doesn't want anyone else to think that, I mean, because it could look, how does she go from IT to secretary? Like, what's going on right. there? That to everyone else in the office, it could look a little oh, funny. I can tell you what could be going on. <laughs> no. no. Don't like it. Not yet. No. Even better, though, is Diggle's comment. <laughs> yes. He's like, it could be worse. You could be a black driver. <laughs> I was like, oh, he went there. That was pretty funny. Yeah. That was kind of awesome. And their relationship is kind of getting more friendly and stuff, too, which I really like. Yeah. You know, they're kind of getting back into the groove a little bit, but Oliver's still showing his, you know, selfish side where he's still really only wrapped up in himself. Like, he doesn't really know what's going on in anybody else's life other than his own. Right. And I like that Felicity and Diggle have become, well, all three of them have become more of a family as the season progresses, as the show progresses. Mm -hmm. But her and Diggle especially, I feel like, have a certain bond with each other. And well, I especially love... since he was gone. Because he was yeah, gone for the, you know, he was gone for the summer. I forget that so, because we weren't watching. So he was gone while we were on hiatus. And yeah. that's when I think that their relationship, um, Felicity and Diggle, became a little bit closer. Because they were searching for Oliver together, they were trying to find right. him, and you know they were still working together. And I think that's when they became closer friends, but not romantic friends. No, I want them to be romantic, but they're friends. Not romantic <laughs> friends. So also tonight we were introduced to the yeah Bronze Tiger with yes. the X Men Claw. I don't weird get right? that. A little? Yes. Why does he have Wolverine's hands? I like, have what? No Can idea. somebody please tweet, tweet us? Go to now. iTunes. Rate. Download, comment. <laughs> comment, and tell me why every comic book I've seen with this bronze tiger, he does not have claws. So where does that come from? We don't Where know. did that appear from? Am I, did I miss something when I was kind of doing some research and recon there? But uh, I'm just, I'm. it's weird. That's way too much like Wolverine. Well, you know, and you were mentioning, too, that Bron the bronze tiger also pops up in Batman, but he mm -hmm. helps Batman. So I'm assuming he's not a bad guy in that particular comic. Well, he's the goodest. He's the good guy of the bad guys. The goodest of the bad. <laughs> yes, he's the, he's the best of the bad, I guess. Okay. So from what I can tell, and he reluctantly helps Batman in one of the series. Oh, okay, okay. It wasn't, you know, it's not necessarily of his, you know, own will, but there's like some give and take there. And so, and there's also a part in the comics where he actually helps out the Green Arrow. So yeah. I wonder if he's going to, you know, kind of turn around after getting, you know, his, you know, getting beat up a little bit tonight. If maybe that'll change his mind and, you know, we'll kind of see more of an, you know, them being allies. And, I don't know, but when he season, first but... came out, I was thinking this is going to be a huge challenge, this character, because every single time Oliver's pulling out the arrows, he's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's just not even phased by it. I'm like, oh, great, here we go. You know, <laughs> and then when they finally do have, jumping to the very end of the, the show, but when Diggle and Oliver go after China White and her gang, mm -hmm. um, you got China White hanging out the side of the truck. She's taking on Diggle. And then you've got the Bronze Tiger fighting Oliver. And well, oh, please let it end good. Yeah. So his alter ego is Ben Turner. So we don't know kind of what role he plays and how he ends up right. being with the triad. I'm not sure. I feel like I may have mentioned who plays him and all that last week. I just don't remember what else I had said. That's mm -hmm. so terrible. It's my own words. <laughs> He's a businessman or something. I don't know. Well, he was part uh, of the Suicide Squad in the yeah. comics and stuff. So I just want to see. Because, you know, they, they loosely base this story on the comics. And they're changing a lot of stuff. As we can tell with the characters, there's there's two of everybody. There's two mm -hmm. Speedies. There's two Deathstrokes. There's two Arrows. Two Canaries. Two, what? two of everything. At least two Canaries. And we will talk about this Canary chick later. <laughs> Uh, so I just received a tweet, and it is—it's jumping ahead, but that's 
Who cares, right? <laughs> this is your show. So it is from at Kentu13, if I pronounce it wrong. I'm so sorry. Um, but what did you gals think about Laurel's smug face at the end of the episode? Well, let me tell you about what I feel about the end <laughs> of the episode. Because I was a little upset. This girl is so seriously demented. I mean, I understand she's angry. What trips me out is... At the end of season one, she loved Tommy. She wasn't in love with Tommy. She kind of liked him. He was her puppy dog. She secretly loved Oliver. Now that he's dead, it's like, Tommy, oh my God. And so everything that has to do with Tommy, she is so just, so opinion on it, excuse me, opinionated on it and hating the hood because now she blames him. He's the one who was exiting the building as Tommy was dying. It's all your fault. She needs somebody to blame. And I think it's more guilt. Than it is. I Probably. get that she cared about Tommy. He had been part of her life for so long. Mm-hmm. And he was there to pick up the pieces when Oliver left her. And she <sighs> lost her sister yeah. and all of that. But I don't... I, I believe that she loved him, but not in the same way that she was in love with Oliver. And I think most of this feeling is guilt versus anything else. I mean, yes, she's sad, she's upset and all that, and she absolutely needs somebody to blame. Mm-hmm. But I think she more feels guilty for what she did. Because the last thing she did right before that happened was sleep with Oliver. Rude. Just rude. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, I was I it took me by surprise when she had him ambush at the very end mm-hmm. of the episode. I'm like, ooh, you B I T C H. I know. I want to see how he gets out of He's, it. Because obviously he does with the previous. Of course, but, of course. Yeah. But I mean he goes and talks to her twice. The first time around, she basically tells him, Don't ever come back. I hate you. Mm-hmm. And he comes back and I told you not to come back. Boop! Pushes the button and like stop chasing her. Like that's enough already. Still kind of like that's enough. You know, okay, but (laughs) he loves her still. Obviously, even though they decided they need to be friends, Mm -hmm. but how would it feel to have somebody you love who doesn't really know your secret identity, but still she hates and despises your secret Mm -hmm. identity? Mm -hmm. All you want is her approval, especially when she used to worship the ground you walked on last season. Didn't that get him in trouble last season too? Like because he kept on and on. Take a break. He just needs to be celibate. He just needs to be asexual and get it over I get it that he wants to kind of set things right with her and wants her to see that he's doing good and all that. But give it a minute. She's obviously like crazy upset. Why would you immediately go back? Like chill out. You you saved one truck. Calm down. Yeah. Like you got, you know, yes, he got tried away to write and like whatever, but she doesn't really know the part that he played. And like she's really going to believe him at this point. Right. I just think I get what he's trying to do, but give it a minute. Right. Let's, let's take a breather, little Roy Harper there. Right. Slow your roll. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it makes me mad. And maybe from a business stance, mm-hmm. she was doing. he was doing that because of the fact that she is now showing up with the police at all these places and the police are getting in his way. Rather than helping them, he, you know, they're out to go find... The vigilante. Like, screw the fact that the the trucks are over here getting hijacked with hospital supplies going to sick people. We're too busy trying to get the vigilante. Huh? Yeah. You know? Uh, Oh, oh, P.S. We got to find out China White's real name, by (laughs) the way. Um, I have it written down here because Lord knows Mm -hmm. I'm Asian and I still can't say it. Okay, Shen Nao Wei is China's real name. Mm Mm-hmm. I just thought that was an interesting fact. I'm sure some of you guys probably already knew that. Also, too, I had gotten a tweet that explained those were not claws. Those were blades that Bronze oh. Tiger was holding blades. So maybe he has other things in his artillery, like the stars and everything else. Mm-hmm. We just haven't seen those yet. Yeah, because they don't. They didn't look like they came out of his hands. I know like he was holding them, but it's just like the funny point. the way yeah. they like, It's so Wolverine. Exactly. <laughs> 
any hooser, but thank you for that. Yes, but um, how, like, and I want to know, like, uh, you know, Ollie got nicked with that. We got stabbed with one of those. But and how was he like, okay. Twice, <laughs> twice. I'm like, this guy's getting poked all over the place and he's still going, I mean. Well, they didn't make reference to it at all. We don't, he probably got treated after he went back and they just didn't show it. But, but he but. got shot at once at the very end. He, he got, got stabbed. Poked. Yeah. This poor guy. Funny. No credit. And at the end of the show, they credit the police. Really? I mean, they make a mention as far as the fact that there could have been a sighting of the hood, but really they credit the police for that whole capture, and it's just irritating. Yeah. Well, and now, you know, Detective Lance isn't there anymore. So, yeah, he does need to kind of turn Laurel back to his side to maybe kind of calm things down there. But he needs she's that alliance. too emotional, though. That's true. Like, it's, she's not going to listen right now. Like she's There's going to have to be a little bit more that happens. You need a vacation. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Although I felt like there was a little bit of a attempted flirtation by Sebastian towards, um, I'm going to say Katie Cassidy, but Laurel. Oh, really? Yeah, at the party, I don't know, there's this huh. weird kind of, he tried to flirt at her, but then they realized they both know Oliver, and then her obviously still choosing to care about Oliver, not knowing he's Arrow, she's standing up for him. Mm-hmm. And then it just backfires because she's getting ticked off that this dude is ready to go bash him on TV just so quickly. And he changed so quickly. First, he was apologetic for, you know, jumping the gun, being over-emotional, but all it took was two seconds for him to think, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to go back to... But you got to just playing devil's advocate here. And on the other side of it, remember, they waited. They waited. Oliver never showed up. He, you know, he didn't say anything. Like, why was he late in the first place? Like, right, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah. Like, I, what was he doing? That, that was because he doesn't get the call. Was from, he getting? He, was his wound getting healed at that time? Maybe, but we don't really know what was okay. going on and why he was so late getting there in the first place. But right. he gets the call from Felicity about what's going on, like mm-hmm. as he's getting off the elevator to go into the party. So, what was he doing beforehand? Then he was so late, and then right. he just leaves. Obviously, he's not going to tell them what he's going about to go do. Right. So I get that. So he just doesn't show up. So here's this guy that he's been advocating for the Glades, talking about how nobody's helping. He has. To to keep up his persona at the same time and you know he gave him a fighting chance and he didn't yeah. show what else is he gonna do well just be upset <laughs> about it you don't have to get all in front of everybody and put it on tv because once that out <clears throat> excuse me once that's out that's out and yeah. say you change your mind and oliver did have a good reason you can't retract that that's already been put on public no but television. that was that's what the sacrifice was because remember felicity asks oliver what suit are you going to put on yeah so he knew he was he knew that would happen yeah he was sacrificing true. that to go save the city and that shows kind of how he's grown in his, his character and how, what his priority yeah. is so hopefully, you know, we'll see that come to light and change a little bit as far as the public's perception right. of him. But I like the quick scene where the police are tracking down what's going on. And it's obviously surveillance <laughs> from way back a year ago. They're like, wait, this building was already demolished. What's going on? And then you see the quick flash of Felicity. She's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hacking into the surveillance yes. cameras, tricking so the cops. Smart. I love mm-hmm. that. Okay, let me stop being an overly Felicity fan right now. And, and, <laughs> but I like that we saw Diggle kind of get some action. He was yeah. there. He helped fight. And, yeah. When does know? Diggle get a suit? That's what I want to know. <laughs> you know, for all of you comic book fans, maybe you can tweet at me and let me know. But who does he become? Who does he evolve into? Because maybe, I, I apologize, I don't know the comic book that well to know if he eventually turns into something or if he's just always going to be the man in the shadow. I don't know. Speaking of shadows, let's talk about Shadow and Oliver back on the island. Mm-hmm. And these flashbacks, these little steamy flashbacks that kind of give us an idea of how he became so ruthless. Exactly. 
What angers you, Oliver? Well, <laughs> obviously, when somebody is about to kill your woman and you rock them to death. <laughs> yes. Uh, you, you know, but she's he's having this interior battle with himself. This mm-hmm. island is changing me. Look at who I've become. And here's Shadow to tell him, no, everybody has a demon or demons inside of them. The yin and the yang, you just balance you know, a killer and a hero is, is something along the lines that she was saying. Mm-hmm. And she says all this stuff to reassure him. And then here comes stupid Slade Wilson, who, whatever, goes and says exactly what Oliver is insecure about. Look at how this island is changing you. Don't let that girl distract you because once you become distracted, it's going to cost you your life. And do you remember before that, like when he, Oliver was sitting by himself, he's the one that told Shadow, if somebody doesn't go talk to him, he's going to tear himself up about it. That's true. So he kind of, you know, coaxed her into going to talk him down off the ledge that he's standing on. Right. But then takes it back after he sees their little intimate encounter at the the river edge. Jealous and hurt. You made a good point that maybe they had a pass. Because that look in his eyes isn't mm -hmm. just jealousy like, oh, she's hot and I wanted her and you have her. It's more like a... It's Pitiful, more like ouchy. longing. Like there's something yeah. something more to that story that I want to know mm-hmm. what is going on there. And we got a nice little flash of that tattoo on her shoulder, which I know is going to represent something in the future. Mm-hmm. We talked about it last season. So we'll but... see. I'm sure we're going to Oh, see he it. has that same tattoo. That's what it is. Yeah. He currently has that same tattoo. So we were trying to figure out last season if there was this really in-depth undying love between the two of them. And that's why they both have the same tattoo. Well, I was reading, too, in one version of the comic book, um, you know, he ends up getting married to the Black Canary at, at some point, but Shadow and his relationship with her kind of throws a wrench in it right. and, you know, kind of, you know, messes messes that up a little bit because he was either being brainwashed or he wasn't in his right self or, like, something was going on where he wasn't right because there's, like, 75 versions of this whole thing. Right, right. So, but at one point, she, I mean, she does play a significant role in his life somehow, and I'm curious to see how this show's going to kind of roll right. that out. Right, And And then see. they added that weird element at the very end of the island, kind of putting the island all together into one conversation, but they end up finding this hut or mm-hmm. hideaway with bodies that have been there for 60 years from the Japanese, it was a Japanese squad of mm-hmm. some sort from World War II. So I don't know where that, what, what direction that's going to be going into. But going back to Slade and Shadow and the whole love triangle situation, mm-hmm. maybe that's how the relationship between Oliver and Slade eventually dissipates. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. I don't Stupid know. Stupid girls. We're, we're always getting in the way. <laughs> um, but, okay, so I, I got some information via Twitter. Oh, so, fantastic. Yes. At mm-hmm. uh, Ryan. I am seriously going to destroy all these names. My bad. Okay. Whip Allison. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're going to have to like call me or something. Um, okay, so he says that Diggle was an original character created for the series and later added to the comics after he became popular. So we that means that we need to go online because mm-hmm. there is a comic that goes alongside this particular mm-hmm. show. So we need to go on the website. We need to read about yeah, it. Yeah, because he was named after the writer of the comic book of Arrow Year One. Like, that's what his character was named after. And I remember us talking about that before. Okay, but Ryan, can you tell me, does he get a costume? That's what I want to know. Well, maybe that's what we're going to find out. And I don't mean that in a superficial way. I think I just mean it more so I'm tired of seeing him always constantly be behind the scenes. Well, he was wearing a mask tonight. Like a ninja. But besides that, I'm just saying as eventually becoming part of a hero squad, I want to know if he's going to have his own identity and not just be the assistant that nobody knows know, about. Maybe. Well, whatever, however it plays out, if we see more of this bronze tiger, you know, he's a martial artist and he, like, you know, is really like 
talented in that point in that field and actually like has like a tiger dojo and all this so maybe they do become ninjas that would be kind of (laughs) awesome well what about roy harper who finally receives the red arrow yes yes so we finally see the distinction between the green and red arrows from last episode in this one yes i you know and i was wondering because the last conversation that him and the the green arrow had with each other was pretty much Roy begging to be a part of whatever it is he's doing. I can do it. No, you can't. You're not trained. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. No, you're trained. You can take a beating. Right. Like we said at the beginning of this after show. And the only way you can help is just, I think it's a little bit of a psychology, psychological trickery on. To keep him safe. Yeah, keep him yeah. safe. You can be my eyes and ears. Well, I mean, and he does need it. Yeah. You know, he does need somebody that's in the middle of the glades, knows what's going on. Because, again, right. that's how we got the first tip on how to save the hospital. Right. So he does need that. And that is a legitimate thing that is needed. So he will be, you know, a, a good part of the right. team. But I'm glad the writers took it in that direction. Because I feel like if he were to become the Red Arrow now, that would have been way too easy. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm glad that it's something that's going to become gradual. Mm-hmm. That's just my... Yeah. And so his way of communicating is to stick that Red Arrow in the wall. Not yeah, in the alley. I you're gonna say something else. I was like, stick it where? <laughs> in the alleyway. So no, he knows is that what it's called now? The alleyway. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, okay. So I, I I feel like we've wrapped up for the most part. I mean, there was a lot that happened this episode, but I yeah. feel like it's time to get into some news, just because. We have information on, on people that are becoming coming up. We want to talk about the canary. I feel like that fits into our yeah, news yeah. genre. So let's have it. After Buzz TV News. So first and foremost, yes, let's talk about the black canary because Kelly gave us or gave me some really cool information beforehand about who the canary really is. And I know that a lot of people were really upset because. We're thinking Laurel's about to be the Black Canary, and here comes somebody else. Fans are getting a little upset. But mm-hmm. one of the producers had mentioned that, you know, don't be upset. She's just, in a sense, like a temporary canary because she goes through different phases, and this just happens to be, Katie Lotts just happens to be this particular phase. But she's also Sarah Lance. What? Yes, which I was reading some comments from people that were saying that, you know, they're going to be really upset if they find out that it is Sarah because how did she survive? What happened? She got sucked out of that boat. Where did she go that nobody saw her? And now all of a sudden she's – because wasn't she brunette? In the beginning, and it's a different actor. Remember. It's not yeah. the same actress that played Sarah on the boat from the from the pilot, right? So, but she wasn't blonde. I don't believe. I think she was a brunette. See, and in my mind, I thought she was auburn. I don't know. That's right. me probably making. I gotta go back and watch. Yeah, but she definitely was not a blonde. So now she's uh, well. I mean, obviously she's you know a character now, so she's got a whole different look. But I don't like. I wonder how that's going to transition over if if Laurel is eventually going to become because in the comics it starts out as their mother. And then right, it, kind it just of gets passed down. Gets, yeah, somebody usually has to die in order for someone else to take somebody else's title. So I don't. So maybe know. then we really lose Sarah at some point. I mean, there's a slight spoiler. Sorry, you can cover your ears. That there, the deaths aren't over. There is going to be another death within the characters, mm-hmm. according to Mark Guggenheim. So it could be her. It could be somebody else. Kind yeah. of curious to see how that goes. Well, again, with their double character, I mean, they have two of everything. So right, two you know, speedies. Just kind of, Kind of goes with it. Okay, I'll stop there. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Also, uh, I have a couple of other spoilers. So again, it's not going to give away the entire show, but if you don't want to hear it, just la 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 la. Just for now, but don't Spoiler turn us off because we still have news. Um, okay, so we knew that Count Vertigo was going to be returning. Last time we saw him, he was a little cuckoo. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is going to be returning. And according to Colton Haynes, Vertigo comes back into the storyline this season, and that could set up a possible appearance from somebody from Roy's past. So that is also he's talking about another character too named Sin, which is going to be played by Bex Taylor Claus. Hopefully, I said her name correctly. Mm-hmm. Other things. Oh, the Dark Archer is going to be coming back. Ha! Right. I knew it. However, we don't know how, when, or why. We don't know. Mark Guggenheim said that he's not going to spoil too much, but it could be something along the lines of flashbacks, or possibly maybe he is alive. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. We'll so the find Dark out. Archer may not be gone yet. Mm-hmm. Also, Barry Allen slash Flash, which will be played by Grant Gustin, might bring some trouble to Alicity Town. I am not happy about that. <laughs> Real unhappy. Yes, Felicity, get a crush on someone else. So, <laughs> according to Colton Haynes, he says, I know his chemistry with Emily is electric. Ha, flash, electric. Okay, <laughs> anyways, Elicity shippers are going to be in for a little rude awakening this season. I don't know if they're going to get what they want. Ooh. That was targeted towards me. Yes, I feel it was. like that was a direct blow, and I don't appreciate it. I do it. not want to see that all the city stuff happen just yet. Right. And my last spoiler is that Isabel, which we saw in the first episode, has some sort of surprising connection to the Queen family. We don't know what that is. So those are my my those type of news. Oh, but I also have some really cool stuff. I had some pictures that I pulled up that I wanted to show you guys. So let's see which one our engineer pulls up first, and I can give you my info or just opinion. I've on got that. the couple up right now. Okay, so this is Oliver and Felicity, but as themselves, not necessarily as Olicity. But I just thought they were so cute together. I was like, see, they do have chemistry. I mean, I know that Stephen is very happy with his wife and baby and all that good stuff, <laughs> but this is what it could look like on the show, guys. It's undeniable. You don't think he's going to have something going on with Sarah again? Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> that would be two mistakes too much. Yes. Anyways. I, I absolutely do not want to see that. No. Next picture up, please, sir. And this picture is... Catherine Cassidy. This, <laughs> I told you guys I would give you a picture of... of <laughs> Okay. See, here's the thing. But Katie, this is her in high school. That's a great smile. It's oh, is That's it? A great is smile. it? Okay. So this is her in high school. I thought it was a really cool, unique find. I just randomly image searched that one. It's not a sexy picture, but it's still cool. That's funny. And then my last, I do believe I have one more picture, and this is actually of the canary. Since we were talking about her so much, we get to see Katie Lots in her costume, which she has a mask. P.S. No crazy eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. She gets a cool mask. Oliver, I need you to get up to date. <laughs> Honey, let me help you. Help like me it. help you. It, it's not eyeshadow. It's supposed to be green paint. <laughs> oh. I spoiled it. Listen to that beautiful voice. Who is that? Who could that be? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I had no idea, but this is Colton Haynes. He has a fantastic voice. He does. He, he's covering another song, but still, amazing. Great voice. So, so Multi-talented. Gig. Yeah, so you guys can definitely go on to YouTube and you can search Colton Haynes singing and a bunch of stuff comes up. Anyways, that's my... My name is Gossip. Do you have anything for me, Kelly? No, that's about it. Just that uh, we pretty much covered it all, I think. All right. Well, let's get into yeah. some predictions then, guys. All right. 
Oops. You're after Buzz TV. I'm so excited. I'm jumping the gun. So, you guys, if you have any predictions, feel free to tweet me now. I can share your predictions with everybody else. Give me your theories on what's going on. You know, it's hard for me to give predictions only because of the fact that I've just read all these spoilers. So I feel like I kind of know what's going to happen, but at the same time, I don't. I'm really angry to hear about all these non-Elicity things going on because <laughs> I really thought it was going somewhere. Um, but who knows? You know, maybe somebody will come in and ask her out on a date and she's going to get swooped off of her. Oh, you know what? A comment she made during the show, too. Uh, something about, I, I like spending the night with you. Yeah. So, why? What? <laughs> She always seems to manage to say the wrong things in in the wrong context. I don't think it's the wrong thing. It's it's what she's subconsciously really thinking is what's going on. Absolutely, and she needs to stop. (laughs) You know what? Rude. Just rude. Uh, As far as predictions. Okay, let's talk about, though, what's going to happen. How is Oliver going to get out of this situation? He's completely surrounded by a SWAT team. He's going to throw one of those smoke bombs or something and just, like, get out of there. That's yeah, that's pretty easy. I was I was hoping that maybe he would shoot something in the air and kind of scoot his way up, but there's really nowhere to go up. Maybe Diggle Pier, I don't know. Or maybe it's Roy. Maybe. Maybe. But how would Roy know where he's at? Or maybe the canary comes and gets him out. That would be a really amazing. Maybe I think that, that would be a good one. Yeah. So so that they can actually meet and have a conversation. But we saw in the mm. previews that she is coming up. She's actually coming up on episode 4, but mm-hmm. somewhere in the conversation, you hear Oliver say maybe to Diggle we got to figure out whose side she's on. If she's good, is she bad? Mm-hmm. So they don't really know. What if... No. Oh, well, never mind. That is Sarah Lance. Because I was just going to say, well, what if him and the canary had a love <laughs> connection, but then they don't know who they are because they'd have to keep the mask and hood on. <laughs> be an interesting date, to say the least. <laughs> well, um, well, one thing that I actually forgot to mention earlier is that we do meet at some point Felicity's parents. So maybe yes. we'll learn a little bit more about her. I don't think they've been cast yet, but I know that they're going to come out, either one or both of them, and sometime in this season. So maybe we'll learn a little bit more about her because we don't know very much about her and her past and what you know makes her as quirky and and, I think that's know, just so her. I think that's just her. You know, and kind of, you know, who's her family? How many people does she have close to her? And what does she have to lose in all of this? Because she's putting herself at risk just as much as everyone else right. is. So, you know, we don't really know kind of who her connections are aside right. from, you know, the team. I want to know if we're going to see Moira anymore. We got to see her a little bit during the mm-hmm. first episode. And at the end of the last first episode, I think she had said something. I don't remember if it was to Thea or to Oliver, but... Um, about kind of holding things together. So I don't know if somehow they're going to join for- forces with Moira in regards to keeping Queens consolidated together because she's obviously the one that reached out to Walter to help pitch in that last mm-hmm. percentage. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to go more into that. And obviously Isabella is coming back. So we'll hear about what her tie is to the company. And maybe from there Moira will help as far as maybe giving advice to Oliver. I'm not quite sure. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'm wondering if we're going to have to see kind of the court stuff. Did she already go to trial? Is she, or is she awaiting that? Like, what is the How deal with all that? How long is she in jail? Yeah. So is, I wonder if that's going to play out, if we'll get to see any of that, if is, they're going to go into it. Right. Let's see. Is Walter going to be hired as a CEO again? Is he done? Well, no, because Oliver's a CEO. So I wonder if they'll bring him in, you know, because now he's, you know, running the bank. So I don't think he'll need to come in in that capacity. He's a partner. Right. Yeah. So it'll be a little bit different, but I wonder how, you know, how involved he'll start to become. You know, I'm going to be really angry if Oliver and Isabel get 
somehow tangled in yeah. with each other. That would just not be a good romance. I don't know. <laughs> that's just me. Either way, that wraps up tonight's show. I think we got all our predictions in. You can follow me at Kiss My Passport, as I mentioned earlier. And of course, follow Kelly, please. At Kelly with an IE079. And like she said, you can also follow us at AfterBuzz TV. So thanks, guys, for joining us again on this wonderful Wednesday evening. We can't wait to see you again next week. Have a good night. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Sorry. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 